Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That's a terrible call. That is a terrible call. is my hero but that, those Isaiah seasons were so special I'm gonna go with Isaiah Oof. I knew this was a trap question off the bat it is neither of those it is Daniel Tice though he's oh, only been with the Celtics for he's only been with the Celtics for a few uh, years a very brief time he solidified his spot in the roster boasting the franchise leading offensive rating of of 125.6 which is an impressive stat considering even it's a small sample size question all right (laughs) this is gonna be how it goes huh (laughs) while the Celtics next deal in 2013 is brutally lopsided in hindsight it was preceded by an equally awful trade that landed Gerald Wallace with New Jersey, now Brooklyn. The Blazers shipped out Wallace for Mema Oka, Sean and Williams, and the Nets 2012 first round pick, which was top three protected. The Nets finished the season an abysmal 22 and 44, and the pick conveyed. Who did the Blazers select with that pick? A. Myers Leonard. B. Damian Lillard. C. Will Barton. Or D. Ty Sean Taylor. Damian Lillard. Yeah, that feels that feels like a real stomp on the on the Nets. Uh, I, I don't even know if that's the right answer. I want it to be the answer, so I, I will also say that. The answer is Damian Lillard. The Nets pick ended up conveying at six overall, despite their acquisition of Wallace. Wow! And the Blazers selected Damian Lillard out of Weber State. Lillard drastically changed Portland's trajectory, becoming the face of the franchise, winning Rookie of the Year runners, and making five All-Star games before the age of 30. How did Billy King even have a job to make that trade with the Celtics? (laughs) Only two years later, which is kind of crazy. Wow. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, question three. Uh, First introduced in 1985, the NBA three-point contest has become a mainstay of the NBA All-Star weekend. Who won its inaugural competition? A. Dale Ellis. B. Craig Hodges. C. Larry Bird. Or D. Leon Wood. Larry Bird. I think it was Larry Bird. And that is correct, gentlemen. He won the first three. Three. Uh, Larry Bird won the very first three-point contest, taking home the title two more times in his career for three consecutive championships. He holds three of the total four contest wins in Celtics franchise history, with Paul Pierce winning the contest during the 2009-2010 season. And in addition to winning those three shooting contest titles, Bird won them all consecutive. Oh, you just said that. Tim, we (laughs) might for a reason. He's (laughs) the most wins all time for the competition with another player who has won three titles consecutively as well. Who is that player? A, Peja Stojakovic, B, Jeff Hornacek, C, Mark Prince, or D, Craig Hodges? Craig Hodges. Hodges. It's Hodges, and I think he won the last one without even being on an NBA team. Yeah, he wasn't on a team. You're both right. Hodges also competed in the inaugural competition versus Bird and won his titles consecutively from 89 to 92 while playing for the Bulls. 
He also holds the record for most shots made in one round, it was 21 out of 25, and the most consecutive mate of 19. Okay. So what's that, four apiece, six apiece? Uh, we're going on to question five. five right now. So it's six apiece right now going into the fifth. What we're doing now is we're giving score totals for every five questions just so people can oh, yeah, keep track right. as we go along. No, all good. <laughs> um, so question five, one more three-point related contest question, I promise. <laughs> I'll change the subject, I swear. So who is the youngest player to ever win the three-point contest? Is it A, Devin Booker, B, Kyrie Irving, C, Ray Allen, or D, Steve Kerr? Devin Booker. I'm going to say Kerr just so I'm not copying Kevin the whole time, even mm. though Kevin's probably right. Kevin, man. You are both, <laughs> you're both <Sorry>. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Answer is B, Kyrie Irving. Former oh. Celtics guard Kyrie Irving won the three-point competition at age 20 in his sophomore season. In his rookie season, uh, Irving took home Rookie of the Year honors as well as an NBA All-Rookie First Team nod. What does that guy do? Right. Does he still play basketball? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know. He moved to New York or something. Yeah. <laughs> the, NBA <All> right. slam- <laughs> the NBA slam dunk contest is one of the most electric and over-the-top moments of every All-Star game and has led to some seriously iconic moments in league history. Which player has the most all-time dunk contest wins? A, Nate Robinson, B, Vince Carter, C, Michael Jordan, or D, Jason Richardson? I would say Jordan. Yeah, I'm going to say Jordan too. The answer is A, Nate Robinson. Uh, You wouldn't have thought so looking at him. Those were illegitimate. (laughs) He had some serious Any dunk contest, you have to take like 10 attempts to, fi- to finish your dunk. You didn't win. <laughs> Even if you are five foot nine, He was yeah. small. No. Tim? <laughs> Question seven. <Sorry>. Sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> Question seven. Sometimes during games, players get heated and frustrations boil over, leading to technical fouls and ejections. But after a little while, certain players start to run out of excuses. Which player is the all-time leader in technical fouls? Is it A, DeMarcus Cousins, B, Rasheed Wallace, C, Dennis Rodman, or D, Carl Malone? Rasheed. I'm going to go with Carl Malone. It is, in fact, Carl Malone. Get Carl out Malone, of here. <laughs> Carl <laughs> Malone votes on an absurd 332 technical fouls over the course of his lengthy career. Um, trailed closely by Charles Barkley with 329 techs. Uh, we most likely won't see any modern player come close to this due to the rule limit established in 2001. That's because of Rasheed Wallace. It's the Rasheed <laughs> Wallace rule. Here's another Celtics-related question after the first one tripped you up earlier. Who is the Celtics franchise leader in offensive box plus minus usage percentage and points per game? That's one's a big hint. Isaiah Thomas. In- I'm sorry, what, what, what were the, yeah, the what categories? Were the three categories? Offensive, bucks plus minus, usage percentage, and points per game. Paul Pierce, Isaiah Thomas, John Havlicek, or Larry Bird? Isaiah. Yeah, in points but points per game, he's only had a couple of years, so his number's probably pretty high. I'll, I'll say Isaiah too. You're both correct. During his record settings, 2016 to 2017 season, Isaiah Thomas vaulted himself into Celtics franchise history, 
Historically? History. Most notably becoming the franchise leader in points per game. That's narrowly, the British way of saying it. Historically. <laughs> I mean, that's good to say. Narrowly edging out the Larry Legend, 24.7 to 24.3. Very close. <laughs> Uh, question nine. Uh, in their debut in 1984, uh, Michael Jordan's iconic Air Jordan 1s turned heads, including that of league management. Unfortunately, it was for all the wrong reasons, and Jordan was fined $5,000. Why? Was it A, because the shoes were made of banned materials? B, Nike was not the league's approved clothing sponsor? C, it violated league uniform rules? Or D, they were distracting for photographers? C. They're black and red. They needed to have white in them, so it's C. Yeah, they either needed to be solid white or solid black. Yeah, yeah. up until MJ's, it is C. Um, up until MJ's iconic brand, players were forbidden to wear shoes that, that that did not only match their uniforms, but matched that of their teammates. The rule was lifted in the early 2000s, leading to a wide variety of different shoes being made and worn by NBA stars. Question 10. Although Taco Fall's height is absurd at 7 foot 5, he's not the tallest player in NBA history. Who is... A, Yao Ming, B, Manute Bot, C, George Mersan, or D, Mark Eaton? George Mersan. Yeah, Mersan. Both right at 7 feet, 7 feet, 7.5 inches. He's the tallest player to ever play in the NBA from 91 to 2001, drafted by Washington with the 30th pick in 1993. You should, how can that beat him? You, you get that stat. That, that, that's not right to me. What do you mean? He played from 91 to 2001, but was drafted in 93. <laughs> well, he played internationally. <laughs> ah, there we go. I, I just wanted to put you on the spot. <laughs> What's the uh, point scores? So right now, uh, John is narrowly trailing Keith uh, 14 to 12. Ooh, Taiwan. It's very close. going to be a run for the money. Question 11. Being the traveling team is never easy. The hostility and travel can really put you up against it. But what team holds the worst road record? Is it A, the New York Knicks, B, the Baltimore Bullets, C, the Detroit Pistons, or D, the Syracuse Nationals? All time or single season? Single season. No, all time. Yeah. Um, No, single season. The worst road record in a single season. Worst? Yeah, it has to be a single season because – the Nationals don't exist. Yeah, true. Um, what were the options again, Tim? A, the New York Knicks. B, the Baltimore Bullets. C, the Detroit Pistons. Or D, the Syracuse Nationals. I'm going to go with the Bullets. Uh, I'll say the Knicks. It is, in fact, the Baltimore Bullets. During the 1953-54 season, <laughs> the Baltimore Bullets embarked on an 0-20 losing streak while on the road, a streak so bad it hasn't been repeated since. I didn't write that one. I promise. No, that was me. I made them a little bit tougher. As basketball fans, we have all seen the occasional blowout where one team is whooping the other so bad that garbage, garbage, garbage. I can't speak to that. Garbage time comes sooner rather than later. It is, however, very rare that this can happen in a single quarter. What team holds the record for the biggest blowout in a single quarter? Is it A, the Utah Jazz, B, the Boston Celtics, C, the LA Lakers, or D, the Memphis Grizzlies? Like on the positive side? Yeah, so which team blew the other team out of the water in a single quarter? 
I feel like the Celtics did that recently. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with the Celtics too. They come close, but the team that still holds the record is the Lakers from 87-88 where they blew out the Kings 40-4 to in a single quarter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, question 13. Uh, Jalen Green is opting to go from high school to the G League and has opened up some old debates on prospects right out of high school. Before the 2006 rule change, who is the youngest player to ever make the jump from preps to pros? Is it A, Kevin Garnett, B, LeBron James, C, Andrew Bynum, or D, Robert Swift? Bynum. John, your answer? Uh, I'll say KG. It is, in fact, Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum was the youngest player to be drafted in the NBA history at 17 years and 249 days old after the L.A. Lakers selected him as the 10th overall pick in the 2005 draft. He made his debut at 18 years and 6 days old and was also the youngest ever to play in the NBA. Question 14. Making buckets at the charity stripe has always been a huge emphasis on NBA offenses. Who doesn't want to score for some uncontested buckets? There have been some elite free-throw shooters over the years, but who holds the record for having the highest free-throw percentage in a single season? A, Steph Curry, B, Jose Calderon, C, Ray Allen, or D, Peja Stojakovic? Ray. I say Calderon. The answer is Jose Calderon. In 2008-2009, Jose Calderon set the record... <laughs> I like to believe you wrote that like two or three hours ago. He's had it ready. It's set on a layaway. Yeah. Basically, you hit on 98.5% over the course you of the season. You only missed like four the whole season or something, right? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, I might have a look and see exactly how many you missed, but it was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that when you walked away from the screen for a moment after the last one? No, I was I was writing it as I was answering the question. Because <laughs> I, knew, I knew I was going to get it. Uh, All right, question 15. Um, keeping on the theme of records, here's a tough one for you. Um, what player holds the record for the most consecutive double-doubles in one season since the NBA-ABA merger? Is it A, Shaquille O'Neal, B, Kevin Garnett, C, Kevin Love, or D, Tim Duncan? Oh, that feels like a Tim Duncan stat, right? But wait. You threw me off the guy I thought it was. You didn't give us a choice. So, um... Do you want me to read the options again? No, I'm good. I'll say Kevin Love. I'm going to say Tim. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Tim Duncan. I'm torn between him and Kevin Love. Uh, it is Kevin Love. Kevin Love during the 2010-2011 season posted averages of 20.2 points per game and a league-leading 15.2 boards per contest. During, <laughs> during this period, the now Cavs star has also set the record for most consecutive double-doubles with 53 straight games. Going out Let me go ahead and tally it up. Don't hate me. <laughs> mm. You got. 
A lot to a little. No, it's not that bad. Right? No, it's it was really like, close. Uh, six points, maybe? Keith, uh, it was close, Keith. but you just whipped off like a 10-0 run. <laughs> it was pretty close to that, yeah. You had, um, a, you had a Boston Celtics second quarter. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Keith, Keith is up with a commanding 22-12 to 12 lead over John going into yep. the bonus. The bonus. So this, this is, is where, this is where we bet, right? Yep. So this is where I got to go Dame Lillard logo shot. So I'm betting it all. Do I have to bet any? You can choose not to bet. Would you that mean it would bet, be when I get this answer right, I'm going to beat you by two. All right, I'm going to so go, do I'm going to do one. So John either beats me yeah. or or I beat him by one. So f- for the bonus, the way we're formatting is is you can bet two, four, six, eight, or ten. Oh, okay. If no, you no, get no, if, you, if we want some, we'll let it, I like the idea of this for this one time. Okay. All right. For all I can do two. It doesn't matter. Let's okay. make it so it's actually there's a chance it can swing. So I'll do two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I gotta write this down, don't I? Yeah, this one's the written question. During the 1985-86 NBA season, Nike created an extremely rare custom-made model of the Air Jordan sneaker line. These new sneakers were specifically designed for what purpose? During the 85-86 season, they created a special version? Yeah, an extremely rare custom-made model. And it was for a very specific reason. Yes, and it was a very limited supply that was released. It's an extremely rare model of the sneaker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna be it's not gonna be like a one word answer. It'd be like a, there was one specific reason why they did design the shoes. I'm this is a complete guess for me. Have you both wrote your answers there? No, I, I haven't. No. Okay. Eighty five, eighty six. Okay. All right. And the count three. One, two, three. Can you read mine? It says All Star Game. And Tim, that's not right, right? Nope. We both had the same answer. <laughs> Was the it the playoffs? Because Jordan broke his foot, so the sneakers were built to, with more arch support and included. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, in order to help Jordan play through his injury sustained in October 1985, the shoes were made in limited supply. They are one of the rarest model of sneakers, with one pair of the kicks selling for $55,000 online recently. To a very lucky bidder, apparently. Man, I didn't. I never would have got that. So the final score is John Corrales 0. <laughs> And Keith had what, 20? 20. What is it? It was a lot closer than what the scoreline says. I'm so mad at that because we're just watching the 86 Celtics sweep the Bulls and they were showing that thing and how he had that foot injury through the whole thing with the, uh, with the uh, documentary. And I thought maybe it was that and I should have written that down. I'm so mad. I'm mad at everybody. I'm mad at all of you. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> Mostly mad at us. My answer mad to... at us. <laughs> I almost changed my answer to special for the playoffs because I knew Jordan 
didn't play in the All-Star game that year because he was had the broken foot. But, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed the whole arch support thing. And yeah, they actually have straps on the inside that were specifically huh. made to mobilize his ankle, ankle a little bit more to try and help alleviate that. There were his specific the rehab now, shoes. Like, there's no way he would have played. Like, oh, if no. that happens no. now, it's like, no, we'll see you in two years. Did you guys see that thing? I, I tweeted this out. I was looking at some stuff about that, the, the 63-point game. That was George Gervin's last NBA game. Oh, really? Yeah, he that. played five minutes off the Bulls bench that night, and that was the last game he ever played in in the NBA. Day oh, I, wow. Yeah, he actually had a pretty good season that year. He basically started because Jordan was out. And then when Jordan came back, he got progressively more phased and phased out of the lineup. And then that was the last game he ever played and played five minutes, didn't score um, in that that game. And that was it. And then that was the end of his career. Huh. Yeah. I did not know this. Another trivia question. There it is. That I would not have gotten. <laughs> I wouldn't have had I not happened to look and spend a lot of time looking at that box score and rewatching every bit of that game I could find online. I mean, to be fair, both of you have beat people to get to this point. You've both done really well. <laughs> I would have lost in the first round. Would you, Tim? Probably. So, we only we, we went really hard on these questions. We were like, oh, we got like a really I tough matchup. <laughs> I was being um, a good host. <laughs> yeah, we did make these questions a bit tougher. I mean, um, I am going to go and celebrate with my wife and daughter. We're going to be like, you did wait, what now? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the wrestling Yeah, it's it, yeah. <laughs> well, thank everybody for watching. Thank you guys for coming on. Keith, if you choose to stay on, then your next opponent will be Max Lederman. Well, I mean, champions don't quit. I'm not going to be Jordan and walk away. <laughs> Go, Max! Go, Max Lederman! <laughs> <laughs> John will be in the comments on the next one. Just First team all petty over here. Just chirping, chirping the whole time. I would have it no other way. I'd be disappointed if you weren't. <laughs> well, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you guys for joining in. It was super fun. If you know, if you ain't watching it, then you won't know it's going to be a podcast tomorrow. So there's no point there. Um, <laughs> we'll catch you all soon. Thanks again, guys. Thank, thank you, guys. You.